Today is my third and final homily in my sequence of homilies on judgment. And I don't know about you, but in my own life, sometimes at the end of the day, as I'm thinking about the day, I realize, oh, I wanted to do that today. I didn't do that. Oh, I planned to do that, but other things happened and I wasn't able to. That might be a common thing that runs through each one of our lives. To do things that we wanted to do, but we didn't do. Often at Mass, we pray a prayer called the Confidior. We did today. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts, in my words, in what I have done, and in what I have failed to do. So in the spiritual life, as we go about living our lives, there are two different types of sins that we can commit. We could commit the sins of commission, meaning we give our full will to them, that we knowingly and willingly commit sins. We knowingly tell a lie. Sins of commission, we swear, we talk about others, whatever it is. Those are sins of commission, that I do them and I know that I've done them. I choose to do them. But in that confidior, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, that's sins of omission, the things that I have failed to do. And really, in the teaching of Jesus in our gospel today, he brings that out, doesn't he? He says to the individuals that have been cast into the eternal fires, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. Jesus is talking about this. He's saying what you didn't do, you will also be held to account for. You will also be judged for those things what you did not do. These are the sins of omission. And I wonder, have you given thought to the sins of omission? I do every now and again. I think about it, especially sometimes when I go to confession. I'm always sure to include at the very end for any sins of omission and for the sins that I have forgotten. I ask for mercy, pardon, and absolution. So I do include them. I don't necessarily name them, but why don't we today, as we hear this gospel of the corporal works of mercy, of Jesus saying, this is how you are going to be judged by what you have done to the least of your brothers and sisters. So when you do it for them, you have done it. You have commissioned that good work for the Lord Jesus. But when you do not do them for the least of our brothers and sisters, you did not do them for Christ. It's a good way for us to think about these sins of omission today. Of course, Jesus gives us the list today in the gospel. He says, when you feed the hungry, when you gave drink to the thirsty, when you visited and welcomed a stranger, when you clothed the naked, when you cared for the sick, when you visited the prisoner, that these are all ways in which you have ministered to Christ. So as he says these things then, well, we could say, well, if we haven't done these things, well, then maybe we have those sins of omission in our life for the good that I have done and for the good that I have failed to do. 
I was hungry and you gave me food. Okay, how can we do that? When you go to the store, buy an extra canned food item. Donate it to the poor. Give it to a food pantry. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. Well, give somebody drink. Give someone a cup of water. That's really a bottle of water. Help someone that you know who's in need. You know, feeding and giving drink are kind of very similar. They go hand in hand. Maybe it's preparing a meal for someone. Maybe you have felt compelled to do that, but you haven't. It's that good that I have failed to do. I've wanted to make a meal. I wanted to deliver it to a family. I know that they're going on hard times. I know they, that one of the family members has cancer or they lost their job or they're really struggling. They're overwhelmed. Their mental health isn't good. And so we can do something to alleviate that, to feed them and to give them drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. We can do that every time in our churches. Notice someone you don't recognize? Welcome them. Of course, we do that in our communities. We welcome the stranger just to welcome that person. And they might be an immigrant. They might be a migrant. But we welcome them with the love of Christ. I was naked and you clothed me. Have you gone to the store lately? I have. I was at Old Navy the other day and I bought a new shirt. I probably didn't need a new shirt, but I did. And so when I put it in my closet, is there a shirt that I haven't worn in two or three years? The answer, yes. Well, then that shirt probably belongs to the poor. It doesn't belong to me any longer. I haven't enjoyed it. If you've heard of Marie Kondo, does it spark joy? Well, no, it hasn't sparked joy. I haven't worn that shirt in, mo- in months, in years. It belongs to the poor. Go, give it away. Give it to one of these charitable organizations. Give clothing to the naked. How else could we do this? Help your pregnancy resource centers. Donate diapers to those who are less fortunate, who might not be able to afford them. As a church, we always talk about being pro-life. And so this is the opportunity for us to say, I am going to clothe the naked. And quite literally, naked does a baby come forth from the mother's womb. And I'm going to help that struggling teenage single mother. It goes on, ill and you cared for me. Now, of course, we know COVID-19, you probably don't want to take care of someone outside of your family if they have COVID, but ill and you cared for me. Have you prayed for the sick? Can you send a card to the sick? Can you visit the sick in some capacity, a window visit at the nursing home? I did that this past week, some window visits at the nursing home on a very nice, warm November day. How have you visited the sick? I was in prison and you visited me. Lots of different people. You know, we think of prison and yes, prison where criminals are, people who have done bad things. We could still outreach to them. Some people do Bible studies with them, probably not during COVID-19. But what can we do to reach out to them? Can we write someone that we know from our community who's in prison and write them a letter saying, I'm thinking of you. I'm praying for you. How can we reach out? 
I don't have the answers to all of these questions, but they're questions for us to think about. That's Jesus's list in the gospel. I think that there are lots of other things that could be sins of omission. Do you remember that story of that woman, the widow in the gospel who gives her two coins, puts them in the basket? Jesus says of her that she has given out of her poverty because she put in everything that she had. How about our tithing? From our surplus that we have, do we give to the church? Sure. How about to the poor, to other organizations? There are great organizations out there that are feeding the hungry, that are clothing the naked, that are giving drink to the thirsty. They are doing these things. And maybe if we can't do them ourselves through our tithing. When's the last time you've given a gift? Maybe you don't have the means to do so, and that's okay then. Please consider your well-being. But are we able in some small capacity to give, to donate to some organization, whatever the case might be? How about this one? Not asking for forgiveness. I know that I should ask for forgiveness. I know that I wronged that person and I should apologize. Is that a sin of omission? Probably. For the things that I have done and the things that I have failed to do, I have failed to ask that person to forgive me. I have failed to make amends with that person. Probably a sin of omission. I'm guilty of this one. Not defending the church, the teachings of the church, or the Holy Father. If you're at a social gathering, and these days we're not, but maybe it's talking to someone on the phone. Maybe it's in a conversation that we're having or that we're overhearing sometimes. Someone says something, misrepresents the church, happens on the internet too. Maybe someone on your friends, on your social media feed, they're misrepresenting the church. Have there been times in which I haven't defended the church her teachings, that I haven't defended the Pope. I'm guilty of this. Probably a sin of omission. How about praying for others? I know that person's sick, but have I offered a prayer for them? Okay, maybe I did generically. I pray for all those who are sick, Lord, that you'll bring them healing. But can I pray for that sick person individually? I know someone going through a difficult time. Have I prayed for them? Yes, I can think about them. I can wish them well. I can talk to them. But it, there's power in our prayer to lift our voice to heaven, to Almighty God. Have I prayed for that person? So I think failing to pray for others. And maybe if you say, in my own prayer life, I only pray for myself. Probably a problem. In our prayer life, let's start praying for other people. Because when we don't, it might be a sin of omission. And lastly, this was one that was just brought to my attention. Someone was talking to me about it the other day. They said, you know, I think one of the sins of omission is not praying for the dead, not praying for my loved ones who have died, not visiting their grave. Yes, probably a sin of omission. And how is that that it's come about? Probably we don't pray for our loved ones because we automatically assume they're in heaven. We forget about the church's teaching about purgatory and purification. And so to pray for our beloved dead, when's the last time you prayed for your parents who have died? 
when's the last time that you had a mass said for the deceased members of your family? When's the last time you went to the cemetery and visited their grave? I'd encourage you to maybe give consideration to doing that. Because if we don't, it might be a sin of omission. At every Mass, we say those words, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and my words and what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Why don't we look for those opportunities where we have failed last week and this week? Instead of ignoring them, let's do something about it. Because when we pay attention to that, when we say yes to doing what it is we know we ought to do, well, then we're living this gospel because Jesus will say, you did it for me.